Top scientists and doctors are demanding Canada launch a public inquiry into major pandemic failures. The Ontario government will review the circumstances surrounding the recent suicide of a Toronto District School Board principal who sued the school board after a confrontation which occurred during a diversity, equity and inclusion training session. A Vancouver comedy club cancelled a comedian for a quote, offensive joke about residential schools. Hello Canada, it's Wednesday, July 26th, and this is True North's Daily Brief. I'm your host, Cosman Georgia. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Top doctors and scientists have taken to the British Medical Journal to call on Canada to launch an inquiry into major pandemic failures. At the centre of the call is a biting critique of the country's fragmented public healthcare system and a full accounting of how Canada handled COVID-19 is needed to determine its weak points. BMJ international editor and Canadian public health expert Jocelyn Clark told CBC News that she hopes the government doesn't cover up how it handled the crisis. She said, quote, What we need is something at the federal level that's properly legislated and governed, so that we're doing a full, comprehensive public inquiry that looks at the full pandemic response. Scientists in the BMJ argued that Canada's decision-making at top levels was marked with inconsistencies as well as a crisis in long-term care housing. The BMJ wrote, quote, The picture that emerges is an ill-prepared country with outdated data systems, poor coordination and cohesion, and blindness about its citizens' diverse needs. Scientists also argue that senior care centers were particularly hardest hit despite advance warnings for decision makers. In a statement to the CBC, the Office of Health Minister Jean-Yves Duclos told the outlet that he was, quote, committed to a review of the response to COVID-19 in order to take stock of lessons learned and to better inform preparations and responses to future health emergencies. In Canada, although there hasn't been a federal government-ordered inquiry into the pandemic, not too long ago we held the National Citizens' Inquiry, which was chaired by former reform leader Preston Manning and featured a lot of experts, a lot of people affected by the pandemic, the lockdown, the vaccine mandates. So why do you think there hasn't been much attention brought to this independent inquiry outside of government that already took place and its findings? Well, that's the thing with the National Citizens Inquiry is this group, these affiliates of the British Medical Journal, they are saying that the National Citizens Inquiry appears fueled by vaccine safety misinformation and ideological concerns. So that's where I'm kind of holding off with this British Medical Journal group. You know, I wonder, are they operating from the assumption that masks, testing, and lockdowns were, you know, always helpful and vaccines were totally safe? And, you know, they wonder why we didn't have more mandates and more stringent lockdowns. And, you know, that's where they think Canada has failed, actually, is we needed more of those things. So when they're calling for a full inquiry in Canada, 
Will they actually care about the despair that children felt when they were locked in their rooms, not in school, not allowed or discouraged from seeing their friends? You know, will they care about whether mask wearing affected the speech development of toddlers and little kids? You know, their their ability to read facial cues. And what about physical activity? You know, where I live during the pandemic, they roped off basketball courts and playgrounds. So I would say especially of concern here is kids' performance at school um, during the pandemic and post-pandemic, job loss from vaccine mandates, increases in mental health issues. Those are the really important things. And my hunch is that is that this group, the British Medical Journal group, aren't really coming from a place of being critical of vaccine mandates and lockdowns, but hopefully I'll be proven wrong. Ontario Education Minister Stephen Lecce has ordered a review of the circumstances surrounding the recent suicide of a Toronto District School Board, TDSB, principal, who sued the school board after a confrontation which occurred during a diversity, equity and inclusion, DEI, training session. Lecce also ordered his staff to review school trainings and to provide, quote, options to reform professional training and strengthen accountability on school boards so this never happens again. According to his family, 60-year-old Richard Bilkstow was plagued with stress stemming from the incidents that happened during diversity training. The diversity training sessions were held by the TDSB with Kika Ojo-Thompson of the Kojo Institute on April 26th and May 3rd, 2021. Bilkstow was allegedly publicly berated, humiliated, and harassed after he challenged claims made by the contractor. As previously reported by True North's Sue Ann Levy, Bilkstow had filed a $750,000 lawsuit against the TDSB, alleging breach of contract, defamation of character, and reprisal by the board's senior administrators after he was allegedly repeatedly labeled a white supremacist, shamed, and humiliated. The lawsuit has, however, yet to be served to the board. According to the statement of claim, Bilkstow politely challenged Ojo Thompson after she claimed Canada was more racist than the United States and a bastion of white supremacy. Ojo Thompson allegedly continued to harass Bilkstow, repeatedly calling his response, quote, resistance in support of white supremacy. She subsequently suggested that the TDSB take action against Bilkstow for allegedly choosing not to unlearn his white supremacism. Bilkstow ended up taking a stress leave. He then sought a ruling from the Workplace Safety and Insurance Board, which ruled in his favor. The lawsuit claims that despite the ruling, the TDSB reneged on the contract to hire Bilkstow at Burnham Thorpe Collegiate when he returned from sick leave. He had other contracts revoked and failed to get other internal positions as well. Now, Cosman, it seems to me that Ontario Education Minister Stephen Lecce is really couching his language in, you know, strengthening accountability and reforming professional training. But do DEI training initiatives even have a place in schools? I would argue no. Uh, and I've been following this stuff for quite a few years now and have seen these policies and trainings evolve over time. And they don't seem to be achieving their stated objective. They're actually doing more harm than good. It seems like people are more divided now. Uh, you know, teachers are complaining about the sense of division and, and having to 
tiptoe and, and walking on eggshells. They don't feel like they're getting across to students. And in reality, they're being told to push an ideology rather than what their job is actually about. And that's teaching students, giving them the life skills that will set them up in the future. And I think with this particular story, I think it's important to say that there's a lot going on here. And a lot of these things have not been proven in court. We know that that lawsuit was not served, but it's just a really unfortunate situation. And there's a lot of public discussions going on around this. The Vancouver Comedy Club Little Mountain Gallery canceled Canadian comedian Sophie Buttle's performance in May after a fellow comic complained about an offensive joke she made last year referencing residential schools. Buttle landed herself in hot water in 2022 after she referenced residential schools in a joke about a Catholic friend who couldn't get an abortion. Buttle's performance was aired as a Crave special. Here's what Buttle said. They love a loophole, so she figured out that what she has to do, she has to have the child, but then just kill it and bury it at a residential school. The controversial comments have since led the theater to cancel Buttle from their lineup a few months back. But it wasn't until yesterday that the venue issued a statement explaining the rationale behind the decision. The venue wrote, quote, In late May, a comic contacted LMG to say that they were not comfortable performing at our space if we hosted a comedian who was booked to perform that month. LMG was asked if hosting this comedian was consistent with our community standards because of a joke they made at a different venue in 2022. LMG was asked if hosting this comedian was consistent with our community standards because of a joke they made at a different venue in 2022, which was hurtful and offensive to many people. The comic in question was Sasha Mark, who revealed on Instagram that he contacted LMG about Buttle because of the allegedly hurtful past joke and was involved in an ongoing discussion with the venue. Mark was also identified by LMG as the complainant on social media. According to LMG's board of directors, it was the first time that they have ever cancelled a comedian over such a matter and relied on the advice of, quote, diversity, equity, and inclusion consultants. So Buttle is a relatively well-known Canadian comedian who has appeared on Jimmy Fallon Tonight. You know, he's, she's been on Comedy Central and here we have this woke, he, they, uh, comic who is upset with a joke that she said in 2022, a joke that she thinks was taken out of context. So, Lindsay, I would ask you, do you think this Vancouver uh, comedy theater is overreacting in how they're responding to this? Of course they're overreacting. And they said that they consulted diversity, equity, and inclusion consultants in this matter. And, you know, these DEI people strike again. This joke that Sophie Buttle made was fundamentally a leftist joke because it presumed that there are unmarked graves of, you know, children's bodies at residential schools, which has been, you know, a major story in the, in the mainstream media. Now would be a really bad time to be a comedian. I can't even list off more than a handful of comedians probably, because there are so few, because who would want to be a comedian in this time where you can't joke about anything? Their job is to be, you know, kind of take on that shock jock provocateur role to push people to their limits, to say things that, you know, make people uncomfortable. 
that is their purpose. And now we're saying you can't even do that because we'll, we'll you know, these activists will try to put you out of work. Uh, what do you think, Cosman? Is, is now a good time to go into comedy? Well, if it was, I would have been in the comedy business and not the news business. But uh, I definitely think it is a heated moment in our history where it's tough to joke about anything that's semi-controversial. And what I think she said, uh, you know, it, it was within the context of a comedy performance. She was also ridiculing the beliefs of Catholics. Uh, and she just happened to mention residential schools in her comments. And I've seen her statement online. I might not necessarily agree with her views. She describes herself as a progressive, but I don't think being canceled or forcing somebody to be canceled because you disagree with a joke they made a year ago when their job is to be a comedian is the right way forward. And I think it has a chilling effect on the industry of comedy. It really is an indictment of Canadian culture. We really have to self-censor in this country. It's sad. I think I've, because I've lived here my whole life, I've kind of grown up in this culture of, you know, self-censoring and, you know, this environment of stifled free speech, can't really express yourself, um, you can't be politically incorrect, I've probably absorbed a lot of it. And so uh, I've probably already suppressed all abilities I would have to tell an off-color joke because I just self-censor so much naturally. That's it for today. And don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.